Hey there, if you are currently living paycheck to paycheck in your travel business because you don't know where your next client is going to come from, you likely have one of two problems, maybe even both, a traffic problem and a conversion problem. You see, a traffic problem refers to the amount of people coming to your website to learn more about working with you which means that the conversion problem is when your website isn't turning your website visitors into email subscribers, appointments, or paying clients. If you have a traffic and or conversion problem, your travel business is not going to survive. And that's not okay. And guess who is very much to blame? Your website. You see, a high converting website in the travel industry should be turning website visitors into paying clients with ease. If your website is not doing that, it is failing you. But there is a solution. Introducing Website in a Weekend, a transformative two-day virtual workshop tailor-made for travel professionals just like you. Arrive with nothing, leave with a breathtaking, high-converting website. Yep, just in a weekend. You'll equip yourself with a crystal clear core message, a stunning visual brand, content crafted with high converting frameworks and so much more. Early bird alert, sign up by September 20th and get your website copy written for you by my team. Plus, I will personally pick, pay for and place premium images on your website. Dates, mark your calendar, October 27th and 28th. Y'all, October 28th is my wedding anniversary. Show up. I'll be there for you. It'll literally change your business. Still unsure? Just ask Lisa. She transformed her website from meh into magnificent. And she says it was worth every penny. My site now speaks to those that I want to work with. I highly recommend it. Or ask Patty who says, all thanks to you and your team, Sandra, I get so many compliments and new clients. I'm actually having a hard time keeping up with all the new bookings. So why wait? Elevate your online presence, attract ideal clients, and say goodbye to your website woes. Ready to soar? Join website in a weekend and let's make magic together. Head over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash website to learn more and book your spot. That's travelmarketingandmedia.com slash website. I'll see you there. Sandra, which host agency should I go with? Sandra, I need to change host agency. Can you just tell me who's the best? Sandra, why don't you have a recommendation for a host agency? You know everybody in the travel industry. Sandra, just tell me. I won't tell anyone. Guys, I get asked all these questions all the time. And so today I am finally talking about host agencies. In this episode, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know to understand how a host agency works and fits into your business. Now, we're not going to dive deep in setting up a host agency or running a host agency. That's not what it's about. It's about understanding how a host agency fits into your business and deciding whether or not you need one or not. And if you do need one, how to go about interviewing a host agency. You can even download 15 questions that I recommend that you ask a potential host agency. So I'll see you on the inside. 
If you're looking to grow a wildly profitable travel business that brings you joy, you'll need a consistent stream of new clients because living client to client is like living paycheck to paycheck. I'm your host, Sandra McLemore, wife, mother, travel TV host, and very successful business owner. But my story didn't start out that way. You see, I had just quit my job in corporate America with no backup plan and no new job. I thought that an entrepreneur was a rich person with a new idea, and I certainly wasn't rich. Little did I know, I was about to take $40 out of my pocket, plant it with some copy and confidence, and grow it into a seven-figure business. In this podcast, I'll share with you every single problem and solution that has crossed my desk. You'll learn tactics and strategies that you can implement into your business today. I'm about to help you start and scale the travel business of your dreams. Welcome to the Travel Marketing and Media Podcast. Industry, a host agency is like a support system for travel advisors. They act as kind of like a middleman between travel advisors and various travel suppliers, such as airlines, hotels, tour operators, and cruise lines. Host agencies offer a bunch of perks and resources to their affiliated travel advisors. They provide access to booking systems, so the actual computer systems that you can jump on to make reservations for your clients, training and educational programs, some marketing tools, connections with suppliers, and even some administrative support. Some host agencies may even provide physical office spaces. We don't see this very often, though. By teaming up with a host agency, travel advisors can take advantage of the resources to improve their businesses and often get better services for their clients. Now, how does it work? In return for these benefits, host agencies receive a portion of the commissions or fees that the travel advisor earns from the bookings made through the host agency's network. It's kind of a win-win situation, depending on how it's structured, where both the host agency and the advisor benefit from the partnership. Now, host agencies are especially helpful for travel advisors who don't have the necessary resources or maybe the industry connections to go it alone. By partnering with a host agency, advisors can take make focus on taking care of their clients while relying on the support and the infrastructure provided by the host agency to make their business run smoothly. Now, I mentioned that host agencies will uh, often take a percentage of commission from a travel advisor. I'll circle back to this a little bit later, but it's not the only way that host agencies are compensated. There are fee structures. Uh, some fee structures allow some travel advisors in some host agencies to keep all of their commission. So there's not a blanket way of this working, and you should know that. Uh, let's jump in now. I want to talk a little bit more about things like commission splits, training opportunities, admin support, preferred suppliers, consortia and, and consortia affiliation. But before I do that, I just want to make it super clear. I am not recommending or suggesting that every travel advisor is with a host agency, nor am I recommending that they are not with a host agency, nor am I recommending that you are with a specific host agency. What I recommend is that you know your options, that you research research your options. And in a different episode, I'll actually talk about if you're choosing to go down the path of having a host agency, I'll share with you about 12 to 15 questions that I would ask a host agency in a meeting with them to determine whether they're a good fit for you. So, 
let's jump in, like I said, and talk about commission splits. So knowing the commission split that a host agency offers you is really important. Okay. As I mentioned before, it could be a percentage commission split where your host agency earn 50, 50 and you, they earn 50, you earn 50. Maybe they earn 60, you earn 40. Maybe they earn 40, you earn 60. There are no rules here. Each host agency is going to structure it and put out different offers for you. Now I've seen host agencies offer that you keep 100% of your commission in exchange for paying a monthly fee to the host agency or an annual fee. Now, I believe that host agencies earn the commission and the fees that they charge travel advisors because this cannot be a free service. It just doesn't work like that. You cannot have a business that is going to support you and guide you and uh, in some cases mentor you, but at the very least to negotiate commissions with suppliers on your behalf and then make sure that you are paid those commissions. That's just not a free service. You would not pay for that kind of level of support in any industry with any business. So go into the host agency uh, thought or the host agency research knowing I'm going to have to pay for these services and I'm either going to pay for them through a commission split or through a monthly fee. Now, obviously, the commission split is great if you uh, don't have a lot of startup capital and you don't believe that in the beginning you'll have a lot of bookings. Now, if you have a lot of bookings because you already have a book of clients, maybe you're switching host agencies. We'll talk about that in a different episode, but maybe you already have a book of clients or maybe you're starting out, but you know that you're going to hit the ground running. You might say, you know what? My commissions, they're really high. I predict and forecast great sales. I don't want to lose any of my commissions. I'm going to go for a fee structure. The options are there. And honestly, it's one of the questions that I'm going to recommend that you ask when you interview a host agency. Now, one of the things that I wanted to highlight to you was the potential for higher commissions if your preferred suppliers align with your host agency's preferred suppliers. So let me give you an example. Host agency A does a ton of work with Disney. Host agency A has an amazing relationship with Disney and in return, they get really great commissions for the travel advisors in their community from Disney. Now, it's not just the relationship that will drive those commissions. It's the fact that they would sell a large amount of Disney across a year. Same thing with maybe um, a resort or a cruise line. The more that a host agency sells in and by that, I mean all the travel advisors inside of that host agency, the better commission the host agency can negotiate with the supplier. Now, you might have cruise line, number one, they are not going to pay the same commission to every host agency. You have host agencies that are itty bitty. You have huge host agencies. You have host agencies that are focused, uh, niched in a very particular type of travel. You have some that have got 10, 20, 50, 30 years uh, relationship with a cruise line. All those things, mostly the sales, but all those things are going to contribute to the commission levels that your host agency or the one that you're looking at is going to have with preferred suppliers. Now, for this reason, host agencies will have a list of preferred suppliers. And most of the time, what I see is that host agencies will have 
hotels and resorts and cruise lines and river ocean cruise and river cruise and insurance companies. It's right across the board, all different types of travel, um, all different uh, types of accommodations. Some might specialize in luxury, some might specialize in family, but at the end of the day, their preferred supplier list is across the board. Now, if you're under that host agency, you would be best to book those preferred suppliers in order to maximize the commission that you earn. But here's a question to ask yourself. Does the type of travel that you want to sell align with the preferred supplier list from that particular host agency? So if you very specifically want to sell two or three river cruise lines and the host agency that you're looking at or one of them that you're looking at has mediocre commission rates with that cruise line, you might be better off considering a different host agency where maybe they sell a much higher volume for that river cruise line when they accumulate all of the travel advisor sales together. They might be able to offer one, two, three percent higher commission. They might be able to offer more opportunities to sell, more opportunities for training. So I think that that's definitely something to think about. You need to also make sure when I talked before about the commission split, that it is fair to your business, fair to the host agency. Of course, don't worry, they'll they'll make sure of that, but also that it motivates your business to grow the right way. I know a lot of people who chose to go with, you know, a $500, $800, $1,000 monthly fee in order to keep 100% of their commission and Again, I'm not suggesting that you do this, but I want to put it out there that those travel advisors are highly motivated to close and market and sell as much as they possibly can because they already know they've got to pay that fee every month. But they also know that if they can get a huge amount of sales in, they keep 100% of the commissions. So from commission splits, let's move on to training opportunities. I want to emphasize the significance of comprehensive training programs and also the importance of specialized training programs for specific niches and the value of continuous learning and staying updated with industry trends and tools. They are three very different things. So the first one, comprehensive training programs. If you are coming in brand new to the travel industry, you're going to need to look for a host agency who offers a really good startup course or onboarding or program that's going to let you hit the ground running. If you um, have had a little bit of experience, but you have a very specific niche and you say, you know what, I only want to focus in destination weddings, there will be host agencies that are better suited for you. Now, when I say better suited, remember that that's because they have very specific preferred supplier lists that would better align with destination weddings, but also they'll have specialized training for specific niches. I have host agencies uh, call me often and ask me to do training on uh, on all different things, but in particular, they asked me to do trainings for their communities about planning fees. Now, I'll have, there are many, tra- many host agencies that will never call me for that. And you know what that tells me? It tells me that the ones who are calling me value travel advisors charging 
planning fees. They want to support their travel advisors. They believe in planning fees. So I think that that kind of a specialized training is really important. And then the third type of, I guess, training or learning is just being able to stay updated with industry trends and tools. I think that that's really critical there too. Now, one thing that I will point out, and I covered this more in the episode where we talk about how to interview a potential host agency, is I don't believe that there is a single host agency out there that is able to offer comprehensive, accurate, updated, world-class training in all three areas with their internal team. And good host agencies also would agree with me. They will say, you know what, we, we are going to bring in experts. We're going to bring in some suppliers. We're going to bring in experts. It could be anything from bookkeeping experts, social media experts, marketing experts. And I think that that's just something to think about uh, when you're looking for a host agency is where is the training coming from? There is one host agency that I remember in particular when I was getting to know uh, a lot of them and they did 100% of the training in-house. And that bothered me. It bothered me because I thought, how is it that these 20 people in this host agency are able to be up to date with all of these things? Because none of these people, and I got to know them, they're great people. None of these people come from a marketing background. None of these people come from an SEO, um, digital marketing campaign strategy background. None of these people come from a public speaking background. None of these people come from a media background. And everybody came with skill sets, of course. They were hired because they're great. But how is it that they're able to give specialized training when they've also all worked there for 5, 10, 15 years. So I think that a host agency that recognizes that there are opportunities for them to bring in outside expertise is really awesome. So just a few things to think about there with the training opportunities. Now, I also know, I'm very aware, there are travel advisors in my community. Uh, We have tens of thousands of advisors in our community, and there are many that are in our community because their host agency doesn't give them exactly the type of training they need. So maybe they didn't give them a comprehensive training program about how to build a consistent stream of new clients. But some of them knew that when they chose their host agency and said, you know what, that's okay. I can go to travel marketing and media and get that. And what I'm getting from this host agency is so good that I'm willing to do that. Others show up to their host agency and then realize, gosh, this training is not working for me and have to go and seek training outside. So when you're thinking of a host agency, don't just think about the commission splits and the monthly fees. Really dig deep and ask yourself, am I going to be able to get all of the training and coaching that I need here? As I grow, as I drill down into my niche, as technology and marketing change, and I talk about marketing, but obviously sales training and all different types of training, or Are you okay with going out and getting experts in those fields and paying for courses or going to conferences? Listen, I do that in my own business. I go to conferences where I can get different types of training from industry experts. I'll go to a Facebook ads conference to learn more about social media ads. I'll go to a media conference to learn more about being um, the latest technology in cameras and sound and editing. So, I'll be back after this quick break and I want to talk to you about administrative support, preferred suppliers, we talked about it a little bit, and consortia affiliation. 
Okie dokie. Let's have a look at administrative support. So I want to highlight the importance of efficient administrative support. This might be something that you're thinking, I don't really know what that would mean to me. And what I want you to know is that from the minute that you actually make your booking, often earlier, but the minute that you make your booking, there is a lot of admin that happens in the background. So in terms of ticketing, in terms of um, specifically finance, uh, who is paying who? Where is the commission being sent to? Who is reconciling transactions? Who is following up? on payments and transactions. There's a lot that goes on there. When it comes to insurances, errors and emissions insurance, all different types of insurances that maybe your host agency cover you for, there's a lot of administrative work that gets done in the background. Okay. So definitely something to bear in mind when it comes to choosing a host agency is the importance of efficient administrative support. Efficiency for me comes through automation and that to me is really important because as businesses grow, as technology grows, especially in this era of AI, artificial intelligence, any host agency that's investing in technology or investing in faster and more accurate and more efficient ways to do things will always win out. Now, support staff, we touched briefly on this before the uh quick break. And I was telling you that support staff can free up time in your business so that you can focus on your clients. And I think that that's really, really important. They can take on tasks like helping you to reconcile your commissions or helping you to have better commissions or helping you to all kinds of behind the scenes things that especially if you're new to industry, you maybe never even thought of, so that you have more time freed up for the things that you are meant to be doing. I just want to also point out, and I cover this in the episode where we talk about things to ask a host agency, asking for the backgrounds and the roles of the support team in your host agency is absolutely critical. And then I guess the other thing that you want to consider is the need for accessible, experienced, and proficient support. So, how much are your host agency staff trained? How do they keep up with industry trends? How experienced are they? How accessible are they? Is it just one hour a week of office hours? Can you email at any time? How quickly do you get a response back? Now, let's talk about preferred suppliers. We pretty much covered it earlier, but there are benefits to having an established network of preferred suppliers. And you can't by yourself, you cannot just walk up to an airline and say, hey, I'd love to negotiate a higher commission. We all would love. <laughs> we all would. So the host agency take on that really critical role. Um, I mentioned earlier the importance of supplier alignment with your niche and your sales goals. I really wish that more travel advisors would think seriously about that. And I also want to emphasize the value of understanding who the host agency's preferred supplier list is before you sign up with them. I don't think that I have ever had a travel advisor be able to answer me the question when I, they say, oh, I just signed up with XYZ, great host agency, but I just signed up and I say to them, oh, who's their preferred supplier list? And they go, oh, uh, I'm not sure, but I'll find out. And it makes me think, wow, how did you make the decision to go with that host agency not knowing that. Listen, let me just put it in a different, um, maybe in a different example for you. If you were a restaurant and you were a chef needing to go out and to buy all of the fresh produce 
for your kitchen and you were thinking, okay, well, I've got all of these preferred supply agreements. I've got a great butcher on hand. I've got a great seafood um, supplier. I've got a great produce supplier. Um, restaurants, if they're licensed, will have great liquor suppliers. Imagine buying that restaurant as an entrepreneur, buying that restaurant and not asking who the preferred suppliers for all of these things are, and then finding out, oh, I actually don't want to work with any of them, or I've never heard of any of them, or there's nothing wrong with any of them, but I have different plans. Maybe you wanted to offer a farm to table experience and where everything is completely organic. Maybe you wanted to offer vegan options and none of those suppliers are going to help you. And you're not in a position to go out and easily negotiate these incredible rates and services and products. Yeah. So those are the things that I mostly wanted to walk through with you today. Uh, in a different episode, we'll talk about consortia affiliations, but know that host agencies are affiliated with consortia. Uh, a consortia is a bigger organization that has many host agencies underneath it. And consortia, of course, have buying power to negotiate great relationships, commissions, and opportunities with suppliers because all of the host agencies collectively inside of them with all of their travel advisors underneath them sell in volume. And the more that they sell, the better the negotiations can be, which we hope trickles down to the travel advisor. So I hope that's helped you in understanding from your perspective, the role of a host agency. And in a separate episode, I if you, if you need to find a host agency or thinking of switching to a host different host agency, definitely check out the episode uh, with the questions that you can ask a host agency when you're interviewing them. Or if uh, that episode is not available to you right now, just head over to our website, head over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash podcast. And in the show notes for this particular episode, you're going to find a list of those questions. I look forward to seeing you again very, very soon. Of course, if you love this podcast, if you love what you love, what you've heard today, we have hundreds of other episodes just like this, ready to be recorded, already recorded and on the studio cutting room floor. I absolutely appreciate the opportunity to spend time with you today. And if you're not too busy right now, go ahead and jump into the next episode. We'll see you soon. If this podcast episode resonated with you and you'd like to hear more, head over to travelmarketingandmedia.com slash podcast to get notified about new episodes and also listen to any that you may have missed. And if you'd like to ask a question about this episode, you can send it there for me to answer on a live Q&A. We'll see you in the next episode.